Hi, this is Jim Lyon, and you're listening to Viewpoint. Have you been reading the news lately? Of course you have. It's inescapable, all the crises, all the headlines, all the drama about refugees and immigration and what's happening far afield and what's happening close to home. There's so much drama in human life and experience. There are so many broken places in this world that all of us call home. It's sometimes hard to know what to do next. But be encouraged, because today on Viewpoint, we've got two men who have given their lives to making this world change up for the better. They're doing it powerfully and effectively and efficiently, and they want to invite you to come alongside. I know you want to hear their stories. Stay with us.
My guests today on Viewpoint are two men with whom I work under the same roof. They're part of what's called the Global Strategy Team, which is a partner ministry to Christians Broadcasting Hope, the host of this broadcast. They are today Ben Schuler. Ben, thanks for coming alongside. Uh, thanks for having me. And Andrew Gale. Glad to be here. Now, Ben and Andrew work together in the same global strategy team, and they network in countries all around the world on every continent. We at Global Strategy also have field staff who are sent from the United States and Canada, and they work alongside indigenous church leaders and national leaders all around the world. And these two men have their fingers deep into the soil of this broken world, making it better. And we are so glad to have you with us today. And one of the things that's just so much in the news is this whole idea of refugees and, and immigration. And everyone knows that uh, as a new administration has come into the White House of the United States, there have been some dramatic moments and twists and turns in policy that have caused all kinds of reactions. But it all just highlights the reality that this world has millions and millions of people who have been displaced from their homes, and then what? And uh, Ben, I know that you have some connections and some experience actually working on that front line of refugees. And tell us a little bit about how your office at Global Strategy is working to address the refugee crisis of our time. Yeah, at Global Strategy, we've got a great opportunity to work with our partners at the church in Germany. And as we've watched over the last couple of years, just hordes of refugees flowing into Europe. And, and I don't think anybody was immune from being completely moved from seeing that young bo refugee boy wash up lifeless on the, the shoreline. What, what can we do about this? And, and instead of just running in like the Americans and saying, we have the solution to what you need in, in your neighborhood, we went to the German church and said, how can we partner with you? How can we work with you to best relate to these hordes of refugees moving into your neighborhoods? And, and when we sat and listened to them, they told us that the government is taking care of a lot of the physical needs, but what they're not doing is, is addressing them relationally and helping them integrate into life throughout Europe, especially there in Germany. And so we would like to set up community centers in our neighborhoods to deal with these refugees that are moving in, and they don't have a place to go to relate to others uh, outside their culture into the neighborhood and, and figure out what it's like to live in German society. And so we have been partnering with the German church, both with people and with finances, to be able to help them relate in a relational way to these refugees moving into their neighborhoods. And, and our goal out of this is for them to be able to develop relationships that lead to a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Of course, these are hot-button issues and words in the political context, refugees, and should Angela Merkel have opened the door to all these Syrian refugees and so on. But let's just set that to the side for the moment and just acknowledge there are millions of refugees, and many of them from Syria, and they have found themselves planted in Europe. And what you're telling me is that the Church of God with which we're affiliated in Germany has stepped up to try and embrace these new immigrant families to build bridges of relationship and instead of allowing them to become ghettoized in their own communities, actually to integrate them into larger whole life communities. And uh, Ben, I know that you and I both sat in the company of a pastor from Germany who visited us here not so long ago, describing how hundreds of Syrians who were raised up in the Islamic faith actually as a consequence of this outreach have become Christians. 
And he said, in a way that I'll never forget, he said, I don't have tennis arm. This is a German pastor from northern Germany. He says, I don't have a tennis arm. I have a baptismal arm because he has literally <laughs> baptized by immersion so many people that his arm is being stretched and uh, what a great problem to have. Taken out. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm hearing you say that right now, right now today, as you're listening to this broadcast, there are projects that we know work. Yes. that you could help participate in. You don't have to go to Germany. You don't have to travel anywhere. But you could pray. You could give. You could actually volunteer to visit, if you wanted, one of these front lines in Europe and actually change the world. Yeah, I was in Germany just over a year ago and, and met with these leaders and, and brought up other development experts uh, on our team in Europe and the Middle East and worked through this plan on how we can participate uh, with the Germans' leadership. And so We've just finished the first year of that plan, and through our evaluation, we were able to see incredible fruit from this investment, and it was a very easy decision to make that we want to continue this on for another period of time. And so uh, there are opportunities right now. We've got people on the ground that are really doing a good job at this, and we're just looking for people to partner with us and and making an impact. And so the next time you hear a news story or read a headline about the refugee crisis, don't just argue about it do something about it. We're going to give you a contact at the end of this broadcast that'll show you how. And when we come back, I want to talk to Andrew Gale a little bit about a completely different part of the world that still also is in a desperate need of help. We'll be right back.
Andrew Gale, I know you have seen a lot of things in your young life. You know, I'm an old man. I'm your your father, not really in life, but I could be. Uh, But in your life, you've already seen a lot of things. You've wrestled with a lot of things. You've had your heart broken by a few things. And one of those is over in South Asia. Tell us about that. Yeah, we have a wonderful opportunity in, uh, in India, in West Bengal, India, to connect with communities there that are making a difference. And, and one of our staff members is working closely with nationals, with Indians there in West Bengal, to uh, outreach to communities and tea plantations, which are just some of the poorest, underserved uh, communities in the world. Let's just, for a minute, pause here. A tea plantation. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little bit of an exotic sound. I see some <laughs> kind of like docudrama on the BBC. But tea plantations today, as actually always, have almost been indentured servitude, almost yeah. slave labor, right? Is absolutely. that still going on? Yeah, absolutely. So in West Bengal, there are around 350,000 people who work on these tea plantations. Usually, a tea plantation will have anywhere between 300 and 500 families that all live on the compound. That, And depending upon the plantation, uh, it depends on what kind of resources there are. They're all supposed to have schools, but many of them don't. And so um, you have families who don't have any other place to go. I mean, these aren't people who, if uh, the plantation shut down, could just move and go somewhere else. These are families who were moved a century ago 
by the British to these places. And many of them lost contact with their families. And so there's no place for them to go. So in many ways, they are indentured service. They're stuck where they are. They don't have options. And they're not enslaved by law, but really by circumstance. Absolutely. Generation after generation in the same kind of desperate survival state. Yeah, most of these people are making, for instance, a a woman has to pick around uh, 20 kilograms of tea leaves a day to meet her quota, and that will bring in about $2.50. A husband of a woman would have to then uh, do manual labor, and he would bring in about $3 a day. And so we're talking about very limited resources for these families. And again, many of these places do not have schools, do not have opportunities for children to grow. And so at a young age, the girls will be married to a family, and the cycle continues. Or even sold. And I've talked to some of those leaders with whom you're working, and they fear that some of these children are simply sold into the sex trade because the families cannot sustain them. There's not enough resource to feed everyone. So what? What are you doing about it? What's happening? Yeah, so uh, on these tea plantations, the, the church that, that we're connected to is, is starting to build community centers. So these are places where uh, kids can come and get tutoring, where communities can meet together, where church can happen. Um, and, and these are, again, tea plantations where they have to get permission to do this from the plantation, which isn't always um, given. Um, but in two different tea plantations in Siliguri and West Bengal, they've gotten permission to build structures that can provide shelter, that can provide uh, community needs, and can make a difference in the lives of children, giving them education, giving them resources, so that maybe one day they would have an opportunity to get out of the, the systems, the cycles that they're stuck in. That they can improve their lot in life. Absolutely. And it's about education. It's about health care. It's actually about a spiritual framing, because if you believe that there is no God, or if you believe the gods are arbitrary and capricious, you're not prone to try and change your own world. But if you believe that there's a God who knows you by name and loves you so much that he sent his son on your behalf, mm. then you can think, wow, maybe, maybe I can make a difference because God is not against me. He's for me. I mean, there's so much in what you've just described, Andrew. And I believe that somebody like me or anyone listening today could help invest in that tea plantation work and actually change lives. Absolutely, yeah. And, and there are opportunities to invest, to give funds that would make a difference in the lives of families, of children. One of the things that I think is most incredible is that as an American, as an American in the United States who loves to engage in global issues, Um, that oftentimes, as Americans, we can feel like we're the only ones that are engaging in those issues. But uh, the church is growing and has been growing outside of North America and Western Europe. And and so we have a church in Korea that we are partnering with that's also making a difference in this tea plantation. And so as global strategy, we're not just engaging with this Indian community in West Bengal. We're engaging with a Korean community and an Indian community and an American community who all want to see change happen for this you know, small community of people who are in a desperate time and in desperate need of, of resources and love and compassion. It's really a kind of supernatural partnership, both in Germany and also in West Bengal of India. Okay, Andrew, I just have to ask you, why are you doing this? Why, why are you giving your life to this? You're a smart guy. You could have a job in a hundred places. <laughs> what, what are you standing on? What's the ground you're standing on that has brought you here? Well, I grew up in a church that was passionate about seeing the hope of Christ be shared for those that were living in, in disparity and in darkness in places of, of difficulty. And, and so from a young age, I had an opportunity to experience God's work around the world. And so you know, one of the passages that continues to come to mind as I, as, 
as God calls me to this is in Micah 6, 8, when the question is asked, but what does God require of you? And, and God requires of us to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with God. And so, so much of what I do, and, and not just me, but my family and um, my job and, and the people that I get to engage with in, in ministry and work uh, is bound up not just in wanting them to have a spiritual hope, but to have a hope that really encompasses the whole person, a hope that, that tells them that they're loved by God in a way that doesn't just fill them with good feelings, but gives, fills their belly, that really reaches to their whole being. Thanks, Andrew, and thanks, Ben. And to everyone listening today, how about you? Why are you doing what you're doing? And would you like to do more? Would you like to know that your fingerprints and your life mattered, mattered so much that you changed and improved the lot in life of someone else I want you to know that you can surrender your life into the Lord's hand and be an instrument for good. You can just come alongside and make an investment. You can just start learning. You can sacrifice. You can do. But don't just travel the same way you've always traveled. Allow yourself to be used by God to bring life and to bring hope somewhere in this world. You can start on that journey right now with us by praying with us. Take a deep breath and know we're going to talk to God here. And we are. Our Father, we're so thankful today for this world you've made, and it's been corrupted by sin. It's broken in so many places, and yet you have never walked away from this world, and you are still working for the good. We thank you for your Son, Jesus, who came into this world to show us who you are, your love, your grace, and your power. And we thank you for people like Andrew and Ben and all those with whom they work in so many parts of the world today, especially in Germany and in parts of India. And we pray, Lord, that you will bless and prosper that work and that lives will be changed for the good. And I pray for everyone listening today that we might make choices and decisions today to be engaged alongside, to be partners with heaven in making this world a safer, better, and more righteous place. Thank you for hearing our prayer as we surrender our lives into your hands In Jesus' name, amen.
Now, if you'd like to know more about how your life can become an instrument for good, if you'd like to know more about some of the projects you've heard about discussed here and how you could invest, if you'd like to just know more about this Jesus guy about whom we talk, give us a call. Just dial this number, 1-800-757-VIEW. That's 1-800-757-8439. 24 hours a day and seven days a week. We're by the phone. We want to hear from you. If you prefer, check us out online. CBH, that's Christians Broadcasting Hope, cbhviewpoint.org. Read about the ministry there and send us an email. We will reply. Or at the last, you can just send me a letter. Address it to Jim Lyon, Viewpoint, Post Office Box 2420, Anderson, Indiana, 46018, USA. But whether you call us up, check us out online, or use surface mail, please let us hear from you this week. And yes, please. Help us change the world. Ben and Andrew, thanks once more for being our guest today. So proud to know you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. And we thank you for tuning in. We hope you'll join us again next week as we here at Viewpoint start a new series. Have you ever watched HGTV? Have you ever wondered about those shows where they renovate houses? Actually, those are lessons for life. We'll talk about them starting next week here on Viewpoint. Until then, for all of us at the Viewpoint Ministry team, for all of us at Church of God Ministries, which is the host of our broadcast, this is Jim Lyon. Stay tuned.